With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice. I'm Jeannie Rice, your co-host. Michael and I will share with you the wisdom of the ancient Aramaic internal process of forgiveness. We offer tools and support five days a week. We will support you in building a solid foundation within yourself to live in pure love in Aramaic Rachma. Michael is the author of Why Is This Happening to Me Again?, for more information on Michael or myself or forgiveness, please visit www.whyagain.org. And now, your co-hosts, the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael and Jeannie Rice. Hi, and welcome to the show. This is, oh gosh, what is today? Today is Thursday, August the 25th. 2016. And our call-in number for the next few days anyway is 646-200-4169. Press 1 and that puts you in queue to talk to us. And we would love to hear your comments and your questions because that makes this your show. A couple things before I turn it over to Michael is that starting September the 1st, we are going to our own uh, radio channel instead of being part of Earth Angels Radio, we'll be blogtalkradio.com forward slash mindshiftersradio, so we'll have our own channel, and so the call-in number is different, it's 516-418-5786, and so again, that's 516, hold on, 516-418-5786. Five seven eight six. So hold on, Michael's asking me for keys, and I'm trying to look for keys and talk at the same time, and it's not working. Okay, I am back. Um, so if you would go to our new channel, BlogTalkRadio.com, mind forward slash Mind Shifters Radio. Be sure to like it, follow it, whatever. We're starting to build ourselves all over again with their stats. We can't transfer those over. And uh, so please, if you would, go do that and pass the word, and we will be putting it on. It's I've actually listed it every day in the archives, um, the, what the new number is and what the new link is. So we would appreciate that. So in the meantime, uh, you can go to our website, which is www.whyagain.org, and there's all kinds of tools. So you can download our worksheets for free. The seventh step is the one that we use most often, but then there's also worksheets for the codependence, for stress, for mind goal management. There's just lots of tools out there. So um, avail yourself to all of that. and so while I'm still waiting on Michael, I'm going to say welcome, Dr. Tim. How are you doing today, sir? Doing very well, thank you. Awesome. I listened. I listened to the what is it? The experimental show you put up on the new <laughs> radio link. So I know that that's up and working, and I checked out the numbers. So awesome. I think it'll be a fairly thank smooth you. transition next Thursday. I think so, too, and thank you for being willing to do that for me next week. I'm actually going to be on a plane the day that we start our new show, so Dr. Tim's going to uh, co-host with Michael, and and I really appreciate that support. Thank you so much. 
You're very welcome. And so we do already have a caller, so let's just go ahead and say area code 905. You're on the air. Who do we have and where are you calling from? Hi, it's Michelle. Well, hello, Michelle. How are you? I'm fine, and how are you, sweet voice? Good, doing good. We are. Uh, we start our uh, three-day personal code training, and um, so that starts at 1:30 today. And so we're excited about that. And we've got uh, a couple people still due to come in. And Lisa Kamak showed up today, and and she's actually going to be my food person when I do the Women Healing Women up in Michigan. So I'm excited that she got here. And so Great. I'm going to turn the phone over now to Michael, and um, you can present to him whatever's going on for you. Glad you're with us, Michelle. Okay, well, all the best to you, and I'll be thinking about you, and uh, it'll be a sensational time up there, I'm sure. We're rocking. We are rocking. I yeah. just went down to the uh, center, and Ari has been experimenting with uh, our Heartland Auto Sprout machine. And we've been putting ozone in it, and he's doing some special stuff. And he's turning out trays of the most alive sprouts I've ever seen. And a, a tray of, oh, probably weighs 25 pounds out of four ounces of seeds. And it's, I mean, when you eat them, you can just feel the heat going through your body. They're so alive. So that's pretty cool. And uh, last night we had the most awesome raw key lime pie you have ever tasted. It was just amazing. So we've been having fun. Okay. How about you? What's, what's exciting in your world, okay. Michelle? There's got to be a way with all this technology that you could just zoom me some of this food as you're sampling mm-hmm. it. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I guess we're going to need to advance technology just a little more. It's not quite there yet. Yeah, just kind of like a little zap. That would be perfect, right to my mouth. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yeah, All right, so what's that. on your mind? What's what's up for you today? Well, I wanted to share with you, uh, I've been working on a lot of worksheets, and even today I was doing my worksheets, and you'll be proud to know they were like big issues for me, and I got headaches working on them. So that means they're doing some good for me. The energy's <laughs> moving. The energy's moving, so I was good that I faced them and dealt with them. But um, one that I wanted to share with you and the folks there is I had another one with me and my daughter. And, again, it comes back that she had a few things left into the house after she left a while ago, and I've been asking her to pick them up, and it's been dragging on and on and on. So I did call her, and I asked her to come over and pick them up, and she said, I'm too busy. As a teenager, that's the standard line I always hear is, I'm too busy, I'm too busy. Look at your schedule. I can't. I don't know what I'm going to be doing. It goes on. So what happened is she says, well, I'm going out. And I said, well, quickly look at your calendar. And in the background, I heard my mom say to her, Um, it'll happen sometime soon, and then the next thing that happened is the phone hung up. So that put me right into my feelings of um, uh, shutdown. Did that put you into those feelings, or did you? I did. I did. Yeah. That conversation, what happened and transpired, I put myself into shutdown terminated, uh, feeling ignored, brushed off, so it just resonates all of those in me. Um, Old power person dynamics, right? Right, right. Um, It just brought that up, and um, the over-talking of me. Right. Right. It just brought everything up. So I did a worksheet Fabulous. on that. And at the end, I right, went right into the worksheet. And 
at the end of the worksheet, this is what I came up with. I came up with, I will hold in me the presence of love daily, bring in new and recreating loving, healthy relationships with others, including myself. I am a loving and warm mystical being who lives a life full of happiness and joy with myself and others. My life is awesome, healthy, staying in the space of love as I lovingly, gently respect honor myself, others will do the same. Well, life is wonderful. So that's what I Yay, came up with. Yay, what a nice conclusion to come to on a worksheet. Yeah, so I did that on that one. And like I said, I've been working on, I've been doing my worksheets every morning. And uh, this morning, I worked on one for myself, which was a big one, um, where, again, it's Michelle making myself wrong or blaming myself all the time. And uh, my thought that causes that is... um, I'm the common denominator all the time when things are not right. Um, I was thinking I was always doing something or not doing something right for either my parents, daughter, or first husband to want me, to like me, or to love me. Right. And... um, What I came up with at the end of that one is Michelle is a wonderfully, Michelle is a wonderful being and is living a loving, healthy life. My relationships with my parents and daughter are great. We now have nice, pleasurable visits and create nice memories for each other. My husband is a loving, healthy being who makes me laugh, happy, and joyful inside. Our friends are fun, healthy, and supportive. My life is fantastic, feeling and being healthy, loved by so many important people in my life. I love and cherish each and every one. I love feeling happy, wanted, Um, loved and seeing myself as a loving, gentle, healthy person. Life is fantastic. Powerful. My life is Powerful. Now, a suggestion. Two suggestions, actually. One, right. I'd upgrade that part about loving everybody to the truth of experiencing yourself as love. Remember, love isn't something we do to each other. It's what okay. we are. Right. So when I start setting to go, the goal to experience myself as love in the presence of others, no matter what they're doing, then I can move those energies out of my structure that prohibit me from doing that and end up experiencing myself as love. Then people will say, okay. I do loving things, but strictly speaking, we can't love another. We can we either function as love or we don't. So that was my first suggestion is to move in that direction. And then the other one was you've actually got several really powerful mind shifters in there. So I oh, take okay. each separate idea that you've got there, and you remember how the mind shifter tool works where you take a page, you divide it in two, you write the mind shifter on the left, and you write it repeatedly and just let what do kind of a brain dump, let whatever comes up in response to it come up on the other side, and that will tend to show you if there are any more worksheets to do in that particular arena. Okay, could so that's you what give you me guys an example? The, the statements are powerful. Okay, could you just give me one example? Well, read, um, read the one, let's see, the, I think the shortest one in there was the one about your husband. Read the statement you made about your husband. Okay, um, my husband is a loving, healthy being who makes 
me laugh, happy, and joyful inside. Okay. Well, so I'd make a little shift, and I'd say brings up laughter, happiness, and joy inside. Rather, he can't make you. If you think he can make you happy, then when you're sad, you'll think he's made you sad. When you realize okay. he can bring up, you know, he's someone that you play with, and he brings up your happiness and your joy inside. I'd, I'd make that little shift, but then I'd take that thought. My husband is a wonderful, healthy being that always brings up joy, fun, aliveness, laughter for me. Then right. you take a piece of paper, split it in two, write that on the left side of the page. Get yourself in okay. a quiet space, your phone's turned off, you're totally on your own plan at least two hours. And just write that repeatedly and then watch whatever comes up. And if your mind comes up with, well, last Tuesday, you know, he kind of grumbled at me. And then let that run, whatever comes up. And then when I said, why are you grumbling at me? He yelled and then, you know, canceled the thought. But let yourself touch into every thought, every feeling, good, bad, or indifferent, and every sensation in your body. So you're riding along and, gee, maybe you feel a pain in your big toe or in a calf okay. or wherever. Make a note. Actually, oh, I feel pain in that. <laughs> Say again. I said my big toe is one. How did you know that? Oh, really? Ouch. Well, let's see if being healthy. <laughs> so, again, just put just that. A, just that, a wild guess. Yeah, I know. Just putting that statement on the left-hand side that I said about my husband on the left-hand side and then putting down those different points that come up on the right-hand side. Exactly, exactly. And, the, and, and then... The right- that, what that will do, remember the mind works by resonance. You know, if I say don't think about the color of your car, what fires in brain cells, but the color of your car. So you're getting right. brain cells to fire. And remember that, you know, psychology tells us that 90 to 95% of our mental processes are unconscious. And so what you get to do is through resonance, you intensify those unconscious thoughts until they pop through and you dump them out on the page, and you go, oh, I didn't even know that was there. So there's another worksheet. So it points to me to where other work needs to be done. So that's the okay, idea of the bunch And that's what's going to show up on the right-hand side. Right. Whatever's there. Yep. The idea is to, to go through, you know, in this case, to go through your whole file on your relationship with your husband, which will link okay. to old husband, you know, previous husband, and so let all that come to the surface, and then, okay, I have a worksheet to do here. I've got one to do here. Gee, I need to do some responsibility communication around this issue, blah, 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 and just go through, and you've cleaned up a whole other part of your mind. Okay, great. And I apologize for cutting you off a few times there. Oh, that's okay. There's a bit of a time delay. No big deal. Great, great. I'm honored and delighted with the work you're doing. It's fabulous, and I understand you've got a a session with Julie in the next day or so she was telling us and so enjoy that and we are here all the time and love it when you call in well thank you very much and I'm doing this and I'm keeping to my goals every day um, that I set out for myself and you know like my 40 minute walks doing my worksheet and little things around the house and um, just even online learning more about Ruka Takucha and things like that, educating myself just because I find Fabulous. it interesting. So I'm Fabulous. really working on this. So I thank right, everybody. Sweet. Well, you know we're here anytime you need us. Call us every day if you've got something on your mind. Okay. The show's well, thank here you. just for that purpose. Well, thank you. And all the best to everybody right. out there. And have a fantastic day, too. All right, sweetie. Love and blessings. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. So our call-in number, 646-200-4169. For a few days anyway, uh, September 1st, that number will be changing. And uh, Jeannie gave it out at the beginning of the show. I assume we'll give it out once again before we finish the show, but September 1st we'll be switching over and uh, it will now the uh, the website, if you want to uh, get our podcast, all of our podcasts will be available by taking any podcast program on your computer or on your phone or your tablet or what have you and going to www.blogtalkradio forward slash mindshiftersradio 
dot com, and that will give you access no, no, to uh, our podcast. Michael, oops, the dot com, the dot com is after the Blog Talk Radio, so it's blogtalkradio.com dot com forward slash mindshiftersradio forward slash podcast. Cool, fabulous. Thank you, sweetie. I'm so glad you've got that stuff handled. So, do we have anything happening in the chat room or anybody with a hand up? Nope, it's all quiet on both ends. Well, if we can support you in any way, shape, or form, we would love to hear your voice. That's what we're here for. And we're, as Jeannie said, we're starting a three day personal code evaluation training. More and more people stepping up to the plate to teach. And so, the personal code evaluation is a an awesome teaching tool to help to pinpoint where people's work is. And uh, so that's a uh, just a, an awesome tool. And then beginning on the 29th, and we still have space. It's a small group. We'll be doing laws of living. And laws of living, you know, we live in a world that, uh, that teaches us that uh, law is the rule of a superior. And there's been no bigger lie ever told on the planet than that one. Kings want you to believe that lie because kings choose to be the superior. And then the superior tells you what to do and says, well, that's law. But no king, no man has ever written the law. However, there are eternal forces in the universe, such as, for instance, gravity. Now, it really doesn't matter what you think about gravity. Gravity really doesn't care. Gravity doesn't care if you spend all night saying, in the morning when I get up, I want my feet to go to the ceiling. Your feet are going to go to the floor. That's the way it is. And if you violate that law, and and actually I shouldn't say violate because you can't violate the law of gravity. If you step off a cliff and you aren't aware that gravity goes down, then you're going to find out very quickly because gravity happens. And what we're going to get into in Laws of Living that will start on the 29th, 16-day residential intensive, all out of the first century Aramaic done in the Socratic method, is we're going to look at law as it applies in every arena of life and how it happens. You know, there's a law of love. When you want to live a human life, if you keep rachma, you know, we've heard it over and over again. The Greeks said, love your neighbor. Yeshua never said any such thing. He said, have rachma for your neighbor, first law. In order to stay in relationship with love, you've got to keep this filter active in the frontal lobes of your brain. In order to have a human life, in order to really, truly function as a human being, as love, you've got to have this filter active. Take a look around in the world and let's see how many have the filter of love active in their minds and function as love. Not very common today. And so laws of living is about coming into conscious relationship with the eternal forces such as gravity around us, eternal forces which are never, ever broken, if we come into avoidable collision with those eternal forces, we get broken, but the law sustains not the least fracture. You can't break a law. I don't care how you cut it. And you can, however, learn what those laws are, and as you do, by honoring them, you know, the airplane designer doesn't break the law of gravity in order to fly an airplane. The airplane designer designs an airplane that honors the law of gravity, works within it, and you get to lift a heavier-than-air machine off the ground by honoring the law of gravity. When we understand how to honor the laws of living, these eternal forces around us, when we come into relationship with them, then we end up in full-blown relationship with love as ourselves and you know you don't have to go very far to prove to yourself that that's possible all you have to do is hold a newborn child and when you hold a newborn you know exactly what the active presence of love is you know exactly what human life is and so we come into the world the world immediately starts to put its thumbprints on us to shut down that active presence of love And when that active presence of love is shut down, then we end up with difficulties because we're no longer truly living a human life. So laws of living is about truly living as a human being, as the active presence of love, no matter what anybody else is doing. And 
you know, as Michelle just uh, shared with us, and I just really acknowledge her for all that young lady has been through. Michelle, your work is awesome. You know, what is it, two years ago, brain surgery? I mean, just awesome what you're doing in your world and in your life. And so, you know, there's a trigger, conversation, mom in the background, basically dissing her, and up comes all these old feelings. Why do these old feelings come up? Because they're there. And when we live in denial, when I say, you know, when mom said that, she really upset me, then I have to hide the source of my upset, the energies resident in me that I could be forgiving, which means somebody's going to come along over and over and over again and resonate that in me because I'm asking for it. Because it's in me, I'm setting up an energy field that's going to draw somebody in to do it to me. When I become conscious that what I'm feeling is mine, gee, when mom said that, it brought up a lot of anger, sadness, fear. Now what I know is my forgiveness work is about anger, sadness, and fear. And when I forgive my anger, sadness, and fear, then mom can say that in 10 times more intensely and 10 times worse, and I'll stand there as the presence of love, I'll honor the law of love, and I'll live as the presence of love. That's all. Doesn't mean I won't speak up to mom, hold her accountable for what she says or does, but here's the other thing that happens, is when I'm able to hold to that space, literally the perceptual world we live in is powered by the energies that move within us. When we live in denial, we speak as though the energetic dynamics that are moving within us are caused by someone else, and therefore we have to hide what's going on within ourselves. When I become fully conscious, I get the opportunity to own what's going on within myself, and I get to remove what never belonged. I get to forgive the anger, the sadness, and the fear. And the only thing left is the pure presence of being. And when I select to live as that, literally I spray the energy of active love on the people around me. And guess what happens when I spray the presence of active love on the people around me? They tend to respond lovingly. If my perceptual constructs come from hostility and fear, then what the law says is that I now set up an energy called hostility or fear. I spray it on them, and most people when hostility and fear are sprayed on them are not very happy, and they respond in kind. The idea here is to refrain from living in the the energetic dynamics of the non-human world around us and to live in the energetic dynamics of the truth of who we are as human beings. And so Laws of Living is all about achieving that result. If you want to join us, as I say, we've got a small class since we haven't been on the road the last year. It's, it's going to be a small group, and so we've got room if you want to come and play. We'll start on, on the 29th of the month, and it goes through September the 13th. We'd be honored and delighted if you wanted to come play with us and uh, join us for Laws of Living. So, Jeannie, shall we check in and see if uh, if there's anybody else in the phone queue or uh, anybody actually, with a uh, – go for it. We have two hands up. So the first one, awesome. area code 517, you're on the air. Who do we have? 517, you're on the air. Give us a name. Where are you calling from? Okay, I think we lost 517. Okay. The next one is area code 630. You're on the air. Who do we have? Hi, my name's Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Welcome. Where are you calling from? The Midwest, part of the United States. Cool. How can we support you today? Um, so I just got on the phone. Um, can we just ask a question, or I wasn't sure? Yes, cool. absolutely. We're here to assist you and support you in understanding the whole body of work that we teach. And any information we've got, we'll make totally and completely available to you in every way we possibly can. Oh, okay. Well, I just wondered if you see anything like any relationships coming to me in the near future. Can you speak just a little bit louder? Um, I wondered if you see any relationships in my near future or 
maybe more distant future in the next year or so? Okay. Well, actually, this is um, the Mind Shifters radio show. I think you probably are looking for Diane's show that's on the Angel Radio Network where she oh. kind of does psychic-type readings and such. That's really not our thing. We don't uh, move in that direction. What we do is we work with and teach first-century Aramaic forgiveness and how oh. to move okay. the internal dynamics that causes pain and cause trauma okay. in the relationship. Well, I'm, probably, cause... I'm probably not interested in anything like that, but thank you very much. Okay, cool. Awesome. Thanks for your call. Blessings. All right, so our call-in number is 646-200-4169. If you're on one of those stations we can't see you on, and you want to chat with us, call us. If you're in the chat room and you have a conversation you'd like to have, we're here to support you. Did we uh, find 517? Yes, they're back. 517, you're on the air. Who do we have? Well, they just dropped again. <laughs> so they must be having some trouble with their phone or something. So 517, if you call back in, press 1, and it'll put you back in queue. Cool. So, Dr. Tim, anything else on your mind for today? Well, we're waiting to see if our other caller calls back. Well, I have... Um had several people recently who are relatively new to the work and struggling with the concept of putting the conscious logical mind on the shelf and asking to be shown something from some other place. And I was going through this morning talking to somebody who has a very powerful intellect you know, their IQ rating would put them in the genius level. And so here's a person who has relied very heavily on the conscious logical functioning, and it's done wonders for them in their lives. Help them get very high-paying jobs, and <clears throat> when those fold, get another high-paying job, etc. Live in a very big house, etc. And what they're having difficulty with is tapping into one of the bottom line observations that I, it's contained in a list of nine observations that I give people when they come to see me. And the number five observation is that my greatest strengths will at times be my greatest weaknesses. My greatest assets at times will be my greatest liability. And this person, actually several recently, but this one in particular is having a great difficulty comprehending that this powerful intellect, genius level intellect, isn't going to be able to come up with the answer to the problem that's causing all of this emotional upset in his life. And so we were talking about how geniuses like Einstein and David Bohm said things like, you know, the the conscious logical mind was meant to be a faithful servant, and uh, the precious gift we were given is the intuitive mind. And David Bohm says, talking about, and you have it in your worksheet, the concept of sustained incoherence, which means creating a problem from the process of thought and then, assuming if I think about that problem more, I'll find an answer. When in the actual process of thinking, the fault is lie, lies in the system and it simply makes it worse. So I end up in this endless loop of creating conflict and incoherence and then I just sustain it over and over and over again with the replicate mind. So what I offer for people is the only way that I know to come to observe it differently is to actually use the tool and watch it happen in your own life. I can tell a series of nearly endless stories at this point in my career of other people who've picked up the tool and found a solution 
that their conscious logical mind would never have revealed to them. But those stories are nothing more than interesting. And the only value in them is if they can motivate me to pick up the tool and use it in my own life. Put my conscious logical mind on the shelf. I've heard a couple of groans in the past few days when I've said the next statement. Cancel my need to be right and then ask to be shown the hidden part of my own mind that's actually causing my upset. So that's been a theme. I don't want to give up my need to be right, and I don't want to quit using my conscious logical mind because it has helped me so much in my career. So maybe you would have a comment or five to add to that discussion. With your mute button. Well, it's interesting. Off. One of the uh, <laughs> one of the arrivals for the uh, laws of living and the three day personal code evaluation training was sitting in our living room about twenty minutes before the show, and the conversation was about block the truth and the need to be right. <laughs> so, it's a pretty common theme, and interestingly enough, in the uh, the nine day intensive, the why is this happening to me again intensive we just completed and in the laws of living intensive the number one challenge, you know, each group tends to have a theme, you know, one time it might be love of self, another time it might be love of others, this time it's love of truth for everybody, including Jeannie and I when we did our evaluations, they were our number one challenges, so that's uh, that's a biggie and, and to introduce people to the fact, and I know it's a, a shock when we Introduce the idea in laws of living that you know, one of the, it's done in the Socratic method of asking questions. It's about 200 pages of text material, and one of the questions is, "My most valuable asset in living a, the life I want is uh, my ability to uh, my mind, my thinking." And most people mark that true, and the truth is, it's just not true. And we have this awesome gift, as you said, that Einstein referred to that was the intuitive mind and that mind can give us access to quite literally all of the information in the universe that our conscious logical mind doesn't have even have a clue about so right on track very powerful and we have a hand up and life changing oh we've got a hand up cool let's say hello it's area code 207 you're on the air who do we have Two oh seven, you're on the air. Give us a name. Where are you calling from? Are you there? Oh, we're having we're having phone challenges okay. today. Yeah, oh, there yeah, you are. We got you. Okay, I'm out in the middle of the woods. So Okay. Um, we can hear you loud and clear. <laughs> Shelly, how are you? I'm doing um I'm not I'm doing good. I think I may be um in a state of nirvana right now. Hey, glad to hear and, your uh, voice. Yeah, it's um I I hear yours every day. I hear yours every day. I'm an cool. avid listener. So I've got some notes I've been making since the last time we talked. And I have learned awesome. about journaling. I've learned journaling is very important. And the yes, way I journal is I keep as I keep as I keep my my list of things to do. That's my journal. Right. It's been amazing to when I can look back and you see and I make notes throughout the day. Exercise and hobbies are, are probably one of the most important things we can do in our lives. I'm starting to understand. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting when Jeannie. Go ahead, Mark. When Jeannie does her work, she she does it in the form of a journal. When well, she does the wake okay. up sheet. Yeah. yeah. Journal wake up sheet. Okay. And I'm also learning meditation, prayer, and chanting is um, something that actually brings us closer to our energy. I think for me it does. It brings me really close to my energy. Mm-hmm. And I'm up here in Maine right now at the house in Maine, and it's completely vacant. I've got one tenant, but I never see her. She's moving out at the end of this month. Something right. told me to come back here. Something told me to come back here and just take care of business here. And I came back here, and um, the things that I'm, I'm feeling right now, seeing right now, are, are I've actually decided to turn this house into a battered woman's home. 
and uh, wow. home, home, bring homeless women. And the state's actually going to approve me for a grant. And I'm hoping to awesome. get that this week, get the, get the people in, and I'm moving out. And there's only one rule on this whole property. Actually, there's two or three, but there's one rule that, that they, they, they everybody has to get along. If they don't, they need to process it out and work it out. And the second one is only, it's not important, I guess. Um, I'm learning the difference between healthy attachment and unhealthy attachment. This is um, and, and alleviating stuff that has, has in the past that you don't need anymore, that you haven't touched in a year, two years, or whatever. You just, it's got to go, you know? And, and, right. and the healthy attachment with people, just being able to have people in your life and not demand anything from them or, or be dependent on them for anything and just let it be. Just let things be. Just be. Well, in, in the, this work, we would huh? call that connection. I say in this yeah. work, we would call it connection rather than attachment. Connection. For Mike. All right. I like that. Thank you. Um, the prophecies that other people have told me are going things are going to happen to be happening, and it's kind of kind of a, a nice feeling to see that I'm getting messages from from places to go do things. And I'd like to thank a couple people for that. You're one of them. You there? That lose you? So we're here. We're here. You're loud and clear. Okay, I thought my phone my phone was doing something funny. Uh, solitude. No, nope, nope, you're Okay, I have another word that I, I I don't know if even exists, but solitudity. Getting solitude and beginning in yourself and just figure out who you are can be helpful. Who I can, who I am can be helpful for me when I go out. I just sit in this beautiful place of this lake and just as you know, it's just and see the things that's happening on it. It's just some about solitude. Dietary needs are amazingly important. We need to focus on those. And understanding, like you're, like you're teaching understanding communication, basically, is what I'm getting out of everything I'm learning, that you're teaching us how to speak to each other and talk to each other and reference back and forth things. Am I right about that? That's certainly a very important aspect of the work, along with the, the food, along with you know, basically what the forgiveness process, the wake-up sheet does, is in whatever area there's noise in the mind, it quiets it down, quiet it down, quiet it down. Then when that thing shuts up, comes forward being. And it's interesting how many people in the culture are addicted to noise. They have to have the TV on. They have to have the radio on. They have to have something going all the time so that they, and, and my take is usually it's because they don't want to listen to what's going on inside of them. Yes, they don't want when to, I'm willing to listen what, to what's going to, on inside of myself, if it's a crazy conversation, I have the opportunity to change it rather than have it hiding there, creating disconcerting feelings and wondering where they're coming from. The crazy, the crazy conversations with yourself are the blessings. That's where you're getting the blessing is you're getting the opportunity to do that. If you do your work around it, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If it comes up and you sit with it and you learn that it's okay to have it and just feel with it and talk to it and, and have a conversation with it and see where it's really going, yeah, that's amazing. And it doesn't need to run your life. It doesn't need to run your life. You're right. Nothing needs to run our lives. Just wherever my next footstep goes or my next breath takes me. You're right. You're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. I get to sleep till noon up here, you know. Nobody bugs me. Nobody bothers me. Nobody comes in and tells me to wake up. It's nice. And I walk until three, eh? four in the morning. And you have noticing lately that I think I'm, I'm getting ready for another shift change, and I think it's uh, I'm going to be going to um, 3.30 in the morning. I just feel I get up at 3 o'clock and not tell me to wake up, even though I've, I've already had, you know, four hours, five, five hours sleep, which is okay. So, yeah, I'm excited about that. I'm really excited about this next change I'm fixing to get to pop into. This is going to be a pop. Something really, huh? something really important to understand about the brain is that, you know, the body has its eliminative organs. And there's a certain way those eliminative organs work. You know, the bowel, the urinary tract, the skin, the mucous membranes, the lungs, the sinuses. The brain has its eliminative organs. 
and they're, they're a particular type of cell. They're called a glial cell in the brain. And the glial cell, in order to eliminate toxins from the brain, has to turn into a certain position in the brain. It literally, the cell itself has to move in order to create elimination of toxicity. Can, can you spell that and name it, of that gland? It, it can, it's, a, it's a glial cell. Uh, it's not like a gland. Galileo? It's, it's a, a particular kind of cells okay. in the brain. Okay. okay. And we all and have them? They have to position. We all have them. And okay. they position themselves for elimination. It's like, you know, you sit on the toilet and you eliminate in a certain position or you squat and you get even yes. better elimination. The glial yes. cells don't turn into their eliminative position until you've had seven hours of sleep. Hmm. Okay. <coughs> okay. Important piece to understand. Yeah, I usually, I usually like 10. I like, I like 8 to 10 is what I like. Sometimes I, sometimes probably okay. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, sometimes I go 12, but I'm trying to get out of that habit. Yeah, yeah 10 or 12 is probably yeah. a reflection of some things that need to be dealt with that are being avoided. Yeah. Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm, it's probably just because I'm sitting around here waiting for people to show up and, mm-hmm. and, and look and say yes, yes. So far, I saw my inspections. One more. One more inspection, and I get a lady to move in. She's been in a homeless shelter for a year, her and her son. He's in one, she's in the other, he's 18. And uh, my spirit's just telling me, let these have this house and, and, and get this kicked up. We'll start adding bedrooms out here if it doesn't. So it's for sale, and everybody knows it. And I'd take the money and run, and it would help me. But if God wants me or my inner spirit or the energies of the universe want this to be that, that's what I'm going to allow it to be. So I'm excited awesome. about that. Yes. That's pretty exciting. And I will be coming to Missouri to see you to Texas. So I'll take care of our business when I come to Missouri. No later than. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. Awesome. Okay. Thank you, sir. Thank you for letting me down. All right, sir. I needed it. Hey, lots of love and blessings. Glad you're on the beam. Thank you, sir. Love you, sir. Bye-bye. All right. Take care. It's good to hear your voice. All right. So, Jeannie, is there anybody else with a hand up or anybody in the phone queue with a, uh, or in the yes. uh, chat room with a thought? Yes, we have a hand up. 517, you're on the air. Who do we have? Five one seven, you're on the air. Five one seven, did we lose you again? Well, just having difficulty getting through from that five one seven number today. Is it Rex? No, it's not Rex's number. We did have nine oh five pop back up. Nine oh five. Okay. 905, you're on the air. Give us a name. Is this Michelle again? Yeah. Hey, cool. We can hear you twice in one show. Fabulous. Yeah. I found What's on your some, mind? I found some old mind shifter sheets that I did that you were talking to me about. Right. Right. question is, should I try and cover off some points in there or forget about those and just recreate new ones? Well... I wouldn't forget about those if they're if it, in the mind shifters you did. I assume it's from the intensive you were at. In that intensive, if you did some mind shifters and you haven't worked through all of the things that came up, then I'd go back and I'd make use of those things that came up and just check it out. If there's any energy there to be processed, then I'd do some worksheets around it. And then I'd take, especially that sta- the statements you wrote, read today, turn them into mind shifters and see if they show you any other uh, any work to do. Yes, because this is from the uh, intensive that I was at with you. And one in particular that I looked at, it said, it is a safe and healing, it is safe and healing for me to speak up. And on the right-hand side, I put, I feel scared (coughs) of what might happen if I do. People will leave. I will make people angry at me. I'm afraid of being physically hurt. If I do speak up, something bad will happen. I wouldn't have created so many problems. 
for myself and others. I feel sick, unsure of myself. So those are all part of it, and the list goes on. So I think right there is a lot, but I know I haven't. I do work. I do worksheets on all of that, for sure. On get all that wake-up sheet out and get that pen going, girl. Okay. I just wanted to verify if it was, you know, healthy to go back to that. I just was looking to see what I had in that area in my book and so I could start working on them, and I noticed that I had these in there, and I thought, oh, gee. And actually one that came up, too, is... Um, Everyone in my life acknowledges me as love and approves of loving me for myself. And the first point that comes up on the other side is I feel trapped. And um, that did come up when I was talking to Julie to do a workshop of being trapped. So there are things in there. Oh, that's why I wanted to know about doing this. So it is healthy to go back and relook at these and address them. Okay. Absolutely. It's a good idea to keep all of your wake-up sheets in a three-ring binder. And then every once in a while, go back every year or so and go back and read through them. They'll have new gifts to give you, new insights. Okay. And that's what I've got here. I've kept them. I just haven't done anything with them or remembered that they were there until you jogged my memory. Fabulous. Uh, so right I, on track. Well, I thank you for that. And I will go so some other people can get in on the show. All right. Fabulous. Good work. Good work. Okay. And All thank right. you very much. All righty. We appreciate you. Blessings. Bye-bye. We well, have another Katie, call. Have we found 517 yet? No, but 541 is on. Oh, great. 541. Hello, I am Healing, Healing energy moving, right? Yeah. It was fun to hear Shelly. I really liked what he was talking about. Um, it sounds like a personal code coming into manifestation. That's what I'm working on, too. Absolutely. That's the whole idea of the work. Yeah, I'm strengthening my personal code. So, um... But, you know, you were talking at the end with him about um, the mind and um, then you finally reach being. And I have, um, I guess, I want some clarity on the difference between being and heart because so many people in our culture feel that the ultimate goal is to go from go for the heart and, and feel the love and all of that, which is true, but... You know, you've uncovered something about the heart being the unconscious, and so I'm wondering how to um, how to sort of share the difference with other people. You understand my question? I think I've got it. Yes. Okay. Thanks. Yeah. Many people many people utilize in this culture the word heart as though it were the physical heart as being the seat of love, which. It very well may be an expression of love, but actually the filter in the frontal lobes of the brain is the key to love entering the form. And so really tapping into the truth of who we are. And, you know, in every instance, you want to be holy, holy not being down on your hands and knees, you know, or down on your knees with your hands folded. That gets you square knees. But working on all levels at all times. So You don't throw your intellect away because you're following your intuition. You don't throw your ability to think from the mind of love because you recognize that you're love. You utilize every level and all levels simultaneously. The key being that where your mind has information that's useful to you and accurate, use it for what it's there for. But the the, big clue that will tell you that the mind is lying to you is if there's hostility or fear going on in it. And that's where one wants to tap in and do the forgiveness work to collapse, literally collapse into the lie so that it can be seen 
and felt and recognized, decoded, and removed, forgiven. So that what's left is the active presence of love, whether it expresses through the mind, whether it expresses through the lips, whether it expresses through the heart, or whether it expresses through the genitals. You know, the active presence of love can have many forms of expression. The key is when hostility or fear comes in, the tendency is to block the active presence of love. And if we count on the intellect in that situation, we're in trouble. Does that is that getting to uh, where you wanted the uh, the refinement? Yes. Yeah, it was very helpful to me. Great. So when people are wanting to get back to love and, you know, um, it's a good, it's a good direction to go. And yet, um, you know, if forgiveness work needs to be done before that in order to clear the way back to love, otherwise we're just sort of covering up love, uh, covering up the hostility with some sort of a candy coated love image, pretense kind of thing. Exactly. You know, you'll hear many people in the culture, because they're doing something with their genitals, they call that love. I mean, you hear it all over the culture. Well, you know, as long as you're loving somebody, excuse me, you can do as much damage by functioning through genitals without the active presence of love as you can through your mouth or your brain. It it, it can lead to crazy time. Just because people are using their genitals doesn't mean there's love in those relationships. In fact, sadly... Over the years, as I've worked with people, I see that probably the majority of relationships that involve genitals are not about love, but the world calls it that, and so it's it's become a great excuse for, you know, just love whoever you want. If you're using your genitals, then you're loving them, then you can just do it with anybody that you want, and I suggest you better start, you know, people better start tapping into how this energy field called body-mind unit works and, and start to understand the energetic dynamics by which the genitals really work. And and for a lot of people, it's got anything to do with, or it's got to do with anything but love. And so it's it's all around, it's all about a wake-up call. Yeah. Um, I wasn't thinking so much in those terms, um, but I just, I have a friend who had a really rough um bringing up childhood with a mother, just like I did, you know, so we have similar energies. And um, she has a really, I have taught her the worksheet process, and she really does like your work, but um, she also goes for a lot of other methods and approaches that, in my view, and of course I'm seeing my reflection, okay, in my view, it's just sort of, she's sort of a coping mechanism of, just smiling and making yourself stay calm and speaking in a peaceful voice. And it all feels really affected and not authentic. And yet she's really going for this authentic person that she wants to be, but it's still covering up because her, her hostility comes out. I, I really can see it. And she and I talk on a level where I can point it out to her just in her body gestures and, her way of articulating, and so I, um, I guess you did really answer it for me that we have to go through the clearing out of the hostility to be truly in love, and then it's pretty much. Is, is, am I understanding correctly? Is it almost the same definition? Being and being is being the love we are. It's they're both the same when we get to that place. Correct. That's exactly it, and. What you're, I hear you describing, we've only got a few seconds left, but what I hear you describing, and you might share with her the assignments for love of truth. You know, if I'm going for, I'm going to keep everything hidden from myself, everything that's based in hostility and fear, and I'm going to just function out of this thing called love, then I'm living in blockage of truth. You know, that's kind of like the, the disease I talk about in my book of being a premature positive thinker. The premature positive thinker tries to positive think on top of a negative foundation, and they wonder why life crashes. So you might just uh, go to the assignments on your one of your uh, 
uh, personal code evaluations and suggest to her that she might want to do the Love of Truth assignments. In the meantime, uh, our time is up, so I'm just going to say thank you for joining us. Come join us for Laws of Living. Starts on the 29th. Have the best year yet of your eternal life. It's an awesome gift to give the world. Blessings. I choose to live more consciously, evolving continuously. Thank you for listening to Mind Shifters Radio with the Forgiveness Doctor, Dr. Michael Rice, and myself, Jeannie Rice, as we present the Internal Aramaic Process of Forgiveness. We are here every Monday through Friday from 1 to 2 o'clock Eastern Time on Earth Angels Radio. For more on Michael, myself, or Aramaic Forgiveness, please visit www.whyagain.org. That's www.whyagain.org. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.